This is Coffee with Kerry, where we chat to amazing people who are going to be challenged to step from behind their professions and join me for a combination of getting to know them and having lots of fun. I believe we often miss out on having fun in our lives, as often life gets too busy. If you're looking to inject more fun into your world, join us here every week. And now it's time to get the show started. Welcome to Coffee with Kerry. Thank you for joining me today. I'm super excited that we're here and to kick the show off. I have a special announcement to make. Before we welcome today's guest, I want to make mention that if this episode is supported by Real Talk Podcasting. Roman, Tanner and Pedro are a growing and awesome community of podcasters on Clubhouse with Monday to Friday rooms to help everyone in their podcasting journey. If you are not on Clubhouse, you can also join them on Facebook. They have a group called Real Talk Podcasting Resources. Also grab amazing articles on their website, realtalkpodcasting.com. Join me with the Real Talk Podcasting crew to accelerate your podcast life. So Sid, thank you for joining me today. It's great to have you here. I'm so excited to be having a coffee with you. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Carrie. I'm really glad to be here. I'm excited. Oh, so am I. This is just going to be awesome. We're going to have a lot of fun and yeah, just roll with it. So I'm glad you're on board and I know it's quite late for you. It's early for me, but you know, we'll just bring it together. But I do have to ask you a question, Sid. Do you have coffee or something else today? Well, I started out with tea and now I have water, but I do have a nice cup. So uh, it's a little late in the evening to be drinking coffee. Um, I'll be up all night. Yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> definitely. So, Sid, we're going to head into round one. Let's do it. Awesome. So round one of Coffee with Kerry is, of course, the mug shot. So, Sid, have you brought your favorite mug with you? Yes. And I searched, too, because I was like, which mug do I want to bring? So, yes, I brought one of my favorite mugs. Okay. Hold it up for us there, Sid. Let's see it. It says coffee. Amazing. You see the inside. Oh my God. That's all. Yeah. Yep. Coffee. Yep. That's all. <laughs> and it just so happens to be my brand colors of my business. It is too. That's fantastic. Yes. Sid, I'm going to disclose to you the mug that I have for this episode. And I hope this comes through for you. Can you see that? At one time. It says out of time. Out, out of time. Do you know what that I relates to? Is no, that... I don't. It's a California cup out yep. of time. No, I don't know what it, what does it relate to? Well, it's funny that you ask because I think you would remember in the clubhouse room for you this morning, I asked the question on stage of if you had to choose between Jurassic Park and what was it, Sid? What was it? Uh, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Back to the future. Back to yes, the future. Yes, it was. <laughs> and I purposely asked that question so that I knew which one would suit you. <laughs> oh, that, that was a complete funny. Complete got, setup. That was a setup. Yeah. That was a com- setup, right? Complete setup. I was like, I had the two cups and I'm like, which one's gonna suit Sid? And and I was worried that I would like throw you this massive curveball. Like you recognize the California plate 
factor. Yep. So that, that's already got you on track. But <laughs> Steve, can we just raise our cups and take a moment to say cheers? Cheers across the ocean, right? Cheers. Try that. Mm, there we go. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Sid. I appreciate you bringing your favorite mug. And I was glad to be able to bring one that um, you can resonate with as well. Because Back to the Absolutely. Future is awesome. It's such an awesome movie. And, and yes, I'll be, it is. I'll be tuning into it this weekend. So legitimately, I did want to like pick a movie because I've, I've only got time for one. So that's fantastic. <laughs> that's great. We're going to move into the next round, Sid. Let's go. Five fun facts. Here we go. So, Sid, what your challenge is, you need to pick, you can see the numbers behind me, and there mm -hmm. are numbers on the board of 1 to 20. So I want you to pick five numbers because that's going to give us our five fun facts, random questions to you. Okay. So I'm going to pick number eight and number 18 because those are my daughter's soccer numbers in soccer. And then I'll pick seven and 11 because those are my son's football numbers. And I have one more and I'm going to pick two because I only have two kids. So how's that? Every number had a meaning. That is fantastic. I love it. I love it. All right. I hope so, they're good questions. Well, so do I. So do I. And it, is, it is completely random. The questions are on the back of the cards, ready okay. to go. All right, Sid, let's take it away. So you chose number eight first. And your first question is, ooh, if money was no object, what would you do all day? If money were no object, what would I do all day? Um, i travel. I love traveling. I love seeing the world. There's so much beauty in the world and there's so much of it that you just don't get to see because some of it is out of reach financially or it's so far to travel. So if money were no object, I would travel every day to see all this world has to offer. Oh, Sid, that's fantastic. And can I ask the question further? Have you already, do you feel like you've already traveled a lot or just a little bit? You've got so much more to, to see. So I feel like I've been very fortunate. We've been very fortunate that I've been able to see a lot of the world, both in business. I got the opportunity to go to Southeast Asia to work in Hong Kong, had in business, had the opportunity to go to Europe, several places in Europe. And then as a family, we've had the opportunity to travel. Um, my wife and I've been to Singapore. We've been to Sydney and to Melbourne. Um, we've been to, uh, we've been several places in the Caribbean and Mexico. And then this past year, just before COVID, um, we took our kids on their first international trip and we took them to uh, London and Paris. So I feel very fortunate that we've been able to travel quite a bit and we've got a lot more places on our list that we want to go. Yeah, sounds like the list is probably growing as you discover new places, especially on Clubhouse, finding new people from oh, different yes. areas. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, so exciting. absolutely. <laughs> I've been to Italy, but I definitely want to go to Italy. Uh, Greece is on the top of the list as well. Um, and you know, I would actually in Italy, I would love to actually go to, um, the wine country, mm -hmm. um, not in the city, but go out to the wine country. So, cause we love wine. So <laughs> I could go into that, but I don't think I'll go <laughs> there, but it sounds uh, definitely amazing, Sid. So I hope that all happens for you. 100%. Thank you. All right. The next question you've chosen number 18, number 18 question is what makes you laugh the most? 
Oh my gosh, what a great question. What makes me laugh the most? <clears throat> oh my gosh, this is really good. What makes now, me laugh now, the most? Let, let me help you. I have some thinking music. I love it. Take your time, Sid. What makes me laugh the most? All right, I think I have an I have one answer okay. for sure. Yep. Um, you know, honestly, I'm going to say me because <laughs> I just, part of life is just being natural and making mistakes. And sometimes I look around and go, did I really do that? And, or, or especially when my Southern accent comes out, cause I grew up in the deep South in the, the United States, my Southern accent comes out. I just have to laugh at myself. Like, really, did I just say that? Did that really come out of my mouth? And so I, what I think is important about that, a laughter is a great medicine, right? Oh, huge. But it totally changes the way you feel. But I think the important thing of being able to laugh at yourself for all the goofy things that we do in life, because that's just part of life. <laughs> it's just so much better than being hard and down on yourself. So I'm going to laugh at myself. I think it's the funnest thing to laugh at. And if I can laugh at myself, then everybody else can too. So we can all join the party. Sid, I agree. And can I just share, and this is completely off the cuff here, not prepared because I didn't expect that question to come come off the board today. But last night, and, and I guess that was this morning for you, I was in the in the kitchen with my husband and I said to him, we were talking about, we've got all these different salts next to like in the condiment kind of area of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these salts. There's this one and this one and this one. I'm reading the labels and I'm trying to work out which one should I be using? I was really confused. But the funny part is, and it, and it relates to laughing at yourself, is I said to him, I read one of them and I said, oh, from the seas of Australia. And I went, oh, my God, that's amazing. It's from our ocean. And then I'm like, hang on, that's everybody else's ocean as well. That's kind of connected. <laughs> how, how can they say that's the seas of Australia? That that kind of threw me a bit. But then I said to him, how do they get the, the salt out of the ocean? And he said something about, you know, buckets of water and, you know, the, the water evaporates. And I went and I looked over at the kitchen table and I said, oh, so they pour the water over the table and that's how we came up with table salt. (laughs) And I was like, I was. Oh, my God. And this is like a daily occurrence (laughs) where Kerry will just make up this random thing and turn around and I'm laughing. Like, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. The rest of the family are rolling their eyeballs, just going, oh, my God, like, what is she doing? What what is she thinking? Where is her brain? I don't understand. Come on, mom. Exactly. exactly. Funny. Oh my God. Sorry to hijack that one, but no, you're good. I had to throw it in there. So Sid, the next question you chose is number seven. All right. Number seven. Yes. What is your biggest, sorry, what was your biggest fear as a child? Oh, my biggest fear as a child. Was there a Um, boogeyman? Do we need more thinking music? No, 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 no. My biggest fear of a child was heights. I was scared of heights. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and, and it, to a degree, it still happens now. Um, so, you know, like when you're walking across something like really high and you, I call it the heebie-jeebies, you get the heebie-jeebies, your ankles feel really weird. Yep. Yeah. So that still happens. <laughs> See, so. I'm, I'm with you because I've had that from childhood. It's still present now. I, yeah. I can't, do you know what happens? And sorry to hijack again. No, you're good. <laughs> 
I, when I watch TikToks and I flick over to the next one and it might be like a drone that's coming mm. down a mount. Oh, I get funny about watching those. Like, yeah. that's, that's Have you oh. seen the ones that are the bicyclist on top of the mountain with the camera and you're like, how is this person going down? I'm yeah. watching them take these turns yeah. and these dives and these dips. And I'm like, oh yep. my God, they're going to come off. They're going to go stack. <laughs> we call that stacking your bike. Like that's just. Anyway, okay. We'll, that's we'll funny. That. I remember we were on a trip recently and we were walking across something really high off the ground, like a bridge, I believe it was. And, and my kids are 18 and 16. So they're much more responsible than what they would be if they were younger. But I remember like pulling my daughter closer to me. I'm like, get away from the edge, right? You don't want to be too close to the edge. So, you know, I, I don't get sick or anything like that, but it just kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. So it was, yep. a, it was a fear of heights. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> I'm so it. glad you know what that ankle feeling is like, oh, right? It just oh. tingly. It starts at my ankles and it works its way quickly up to my stomach. Can I just say Absolutely. it's a traveling heebie-jeebie for me. So, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That's oh, great. Dear. Sid, uh, question number 11 that you've chosen. This is what's your favorite food? Could be a sweet, a meal or a dessert. Anything come to mind? Oh, yeah. I don't even have to hesitate on this one. <laughs> um, steak. Steak. I love steak. Oh, I love my steak. God. Yeah. Now I'm going to be a little bit picky about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Please. Um, New York strip is my favorite. Mm. And there is a, in, I live in Texas. Okay. And you know, Texas is known for beef and for cattle and things of that nature. Right. Yep. And a year and year and a half ago, there was a local butcher um, or a butcher open a rancher open up a local butcher shop and yep. we discovered him at the farmer's market locally in our little town. And then he opened up a, a butcher shop and it's all his cattle. Um, his ranch is about 65 miles outside of where I live. Mm. And it is absolutely by far the very best steak I've ever eaten in my life because of the way he raises the beef of the cattle and, you know, the food that they eat and no pesticides and none of that kind of stuff. And so yeah, steak with um, any kind of vegetable. Um, my my favorite favorite pairing with it is uh, a sweet potato, a roasted sweet potato, yeah, and a really nice glass of red wine. Oh, so that's oh, my that, favorite meal. <laughs> that all sounds perfect, absolutely perfect. Carrie, if you ever come to Texas, I'm going to cook you a steak. Oh yes, please. And you know that's not going to happen because I don't fly. But hey, it sounds great. So definitely, we can get you on a boat. I know everyone keeps talking about the boat. <laughs> That's right. Oh, so funny. All right. Question number two that you have chosen off the board. What is your most favorite gift you have ever received? Ooh, that's a tough one. Cue the thinking music. <clears throat> Okay, I have the answer. Okay. Um, it's a different type of gift, okay? Okay. Um, but the most favorite gift I've ever been given um, is the gift of being a dad. <gasps> oh, that's so sweet. Oh, yep. my goodness. It is a, it's truly a gift. It's truly a blessing and a curse, but it's a blessing. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it really is the greatest gift that I've ever been given is to um, be the dad of two beautiful children that have amazing spirits and amazing personalities and amazing goals. And I'm honored to be their dad. So it truly is the greatest gift I've ever been given. Absolutely. Oh, see, that's just so beautiful. And honestly, I have to say that I think I'm not surprised that your children are so amazing because they have you in their life. So you you would be this massive influence, like not forget the gene pool, you know, it's, it's what actually (laughs) happens in real life, you know? Uh, So I I couldn't, I couldn't picture anything, but amazing. Well, I appreciate that. Um, But it takes a village. My wife is a pretty amazing individual herself all on her own. And so, you know, raising children, um, it, it, it takes both of us. It's a we yeah. activity, not a me or a her activity. And so mm-hmm. together we've worked really hard to raise them the best we possibly could. And I think we've done, I think we've done pretty good. So, yeah. And I think parenting, like everything else in life, it's, it's the learning curve, you know, we've got to, <laughs> oh my God, you know, we've got to make <laughs> mistakes. We've got to give them a little bit of a longer lead sometimes and kind of let them yep. make mistakes for themselves as well. So <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. They certainly don't um, get delivered to you with an instruction book for the next 21 years, do they? Nope, there is no manual for that. (laughs) Definitely not. And I challenge anyone that decides to make a complete manual because they're all different, you know, (laughs) like we've got four in in total. I've got one and my husband's got three. So we're like a little Brady bunch and they're all so different, like just completely different humans on different paths. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I could go on all day. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to step into the next round. Are you ready, Sid? Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. The next round is the Aussie word of the week. So I have chosen a word to challenge you. Now, we've had a similar conversation once before. We connected on on Zoom another time, Mm -hmm. I will confess. And we spoke of a word then, so that is not like rejoining us at the table today. But the word today is snag snag yes do you know what that word means to australians so to americans it means to grab something or to snatch it away right to snag it from someone that's what it means to americans Mm -hmm. snag in australia okay i'm gonna guess i have Mm -hmm. no idea but i'm gonna guess yep is it a dance, like a dance move? No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry, Sid. Oh I wanted God. to say yes so badly. I really wanted to go with that. But I was trying to kind of play that out in my mind. How am I going to describe this? Like if I said, yes, Sid, you are 100% correct. Oh, my God, that's amazing. I was like, hang on, I've got to follow up with something there. But what is that going to be? Kerry's got to make something up and I'm just not that clever. My husband would be able to do it, but I can't. So I will Buddy. tell I will tell you, did you want to, did you want a second guess? Did you want to try again? Not if I have to hear the womp, womp, womp again. <laughs> Don't. So. Too funny. Oh my God. So Sid, I will explain that the word snag in Australia comes from sausage. Okay. So think sausage. Now, oh, hang on. I might be adding another word to the mix here, but a sausage, do, do you guys have sausages Yes, we have sausage. Oh, good. Yes. Good. So, but, is it? Can I ask? Can I ask a follow-up question? Yeah. Is it a patty or a link sausage? 
Oh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> All right. The link is kind of the longer sausage. Yes. Like that's a link. So is it patty or a link? Link. link. Okay. I'm going to guess that it's the covering that goes over the sausage. No. <laughs> Dang it. I didn't want to hear that again. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Sid. So I have no clue that what a snack. Is. I, I love that you're being so creative and, <laughs> and the skin of a sausage is not what we refer to as snag, but I, I love that you're getting, you know, into this and trying to, trying to work this out. The, the snag is the sausage. It, the, the, a sausage is a snag. So here, for example, we go to our local hardware store when it's not locked down, and I don't even want to go into that because this is fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> but if we go to our local hardware store, it's called Bunnings, and Bunnings has a little tent outside the door of this massive, like think huge, like it's probably like your Walmart size okay. of a department store for outdoor. It's got gardening, it's got tools, it's got timber, it's right. got everything. And when you rock up to Bunnings on a Saturday morning, there's uh, like a, a sausage sizzle for a local community or a charity or something like that. So we would grab a snag in bread with sauce. Ah, uh, okay. So it's basically a sausage and biscuit. The biscuit? US version of that biscuit, Bis bread, bread. Oh. <laughs> biscuit. <laughs> you think biscuit... You're thinking about a sweet biscuit, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, my god! No. Oh I, my god! I should have used that as my word as you biscuit. Have. It should have been my word. You have. You really have. And <laughs> and to carry on the show, <laughs> I, I messed up the bicky. <laughs> the biscuit. Oh no! Oh, no, no our biscuits oh aren't sweet. They're um, they can be sweet biscuits, but I know. Um, they're actually, they're like buttermilk biscuits. They're flaky biscuits. And you put like a sausage and a biscuit together and you could, some people eat it with mustard and ketchup on it kind of thing. And here, the is, look on your face. Is this a hard surface or is this a soft wrappable? What, what, what? So a biscuit is like a, it's a piece of bread. It's a piece of yeah, bread. Good, yeah. Good. It's a piece of oh. bread, but it's, it's oh. round. Carrie, you're going to have to Google American biscuit and see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send you a picture of a biscuit. <laughs> I am grabbing the post-it note. I am writing this down. <laughs> I know somebody that would be proud that you're using post-it notes. I know too. I know too. Oh, mate, you do not want to see the pile. I abolished them and they just keep coming back. I've got the drawer with them too close. It's too handy. So biscuit. Biscuit. Bread. Right. I'm going to look that up. Thank you, yep. Sid. Oh, my you're God. You're welcome. That was so <laughs> much fun. funny. We could keep going, I'm sure. There's probably, you know, the sauce and the, we do fried yes. onions on, on our snagging bread as well. Oh, my God. There's so many. And that that resonates with you because of the whole barbecue land. Like, yes, oh, my absolutely. God. That's insane. Absolutely. Oh, thanks for playing, Sid. That was fantastic. I have to say, I really enjoyed <laughs> that. <laughs> All right. So do I get a word now? You used biscuit, but do I get my own word? Go for it, please. My word is not as good, though. I was actually doing some research about this. Oh, prepared yeah and so um i have it so i have a word and then i have a phrase they're yep. two different yonder <laughs> come on you gotta guess i've failed before i even began <laughs> <laughs> just threw in the towel oh my god <laughs> you sure did you sure did so yonder yonder is the word mm -hmm. okay so when i think of that i think of this song um 
thunder and the lightning, thunder and the, I yeah, don't know. I, know I, I can hear the beat. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what yes, it is. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't got it plugged in. So yonder. Okay, okay. Let me focus here. Let me put on some thinking music and focus. Yes. confused yonder and and then I think another word that we have in Australia is called chunder and that's when you throw up so it, I don't think it's it's surely not that okay please explain Sid please enlighten me on the yonder so I'm, I'm going to get you to ask me a question okay like uh ask me where the high school is that my kids go to so Sid tell me where is the high school located that your kids go to over yonder. Oh, that's it. Oh my God. How did I not remember that? I have heard that before, but it's just not. <laughs> that is a Southern saying, right? Oh, it's over yonder. Oh my God. And <laughs> see, for us, you know what the term is in Australia? Yep. Up, up the road. Up the road. Yep. Yeah. Or around the corner. Around the corner. Which corner? <laughs> but here's the funny thing about it. I could have someone that I know, and I do know many people in Queensland, which to put in perspective, it's probably, I don't even know the exact thing. So nobody quote me on this, but it could be 1500 kilometers away. Like it's, right. it's probably, well, from here to Sydney is a 10 hour drive. So even if I knew someone in Sydney, if someone says to me, oh, where is so-and-so in kind of relation to you? I would say, oh, just up the road. Like yeah. that, that 10 hour drive yeah. is considered just around the corner, just up the road. Like, you yeah, know, that's great. When, when we're all neighbors here in Australia, even though that's it's right. huge, it's massive. <laughs> that's oh. great. So over yonder, yonder means yonder. somewhere in the distance. Yep. I'm going to write that one down as well. Yonder, because I need to get on board. How do you spell that, Sid? I knew you were going to ask me that. I believe it's Y-O-U-N-D-E-R, yonder. Yonder. Over, over yonder. Over yonder. Gotcha. Over yonder. Oh my God, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Next round. Sid, I have a question. Yes. What is your most prized possession or collection? Okay. So I thought a lot about this one too. And I, um, I don't really collect much. Mm-hmm. I've never been much of a collector. And though I do have a couple of things that I really enjoy um, up on my shelf, I have two signed footballs. I'll oh. grab one. Can I grab one? Yeah, go for it, please. I don't want to trip on this cord. <laughs> We're playing skip rope later, I'm telling you. Yeah, we are. So this cord, this is a football oh my. from the University of Alabama. Wow. And it's signed by AJ McCarron, who's um, like my favorite one of my favorite Alabama players at the university of Alabama. We're huge Alabama fans. So this was the first football I ever got. And I, it was actually given to me as a gift. Um, A guy that worked for me many, many years ago knew that I was a big Alabama fan. And that happened to be the year that Alabama won the national championship with AJ McCarron as the quarterback. And he knows AJ's mom and dad. And so he reached out to um, AJ's mother and ask for a signed football. So that that's, and I have two, and then I have also have a signed helmet. So I have some football paraphernalia that, but I, to say I'm a collector, I'm not really collector. I don't collect, you know, stamps or, you know, 
cards or things like that. So, but that's something that I have that, you know, is part of a collection, right? Sports Mm -hmm. paraphernalia from my favorite college football team. However, um, my favorite prize possession, right? The thing that has the most meaning to me um, is this ring. I don't know if you can see this ring. Oh, yes. Yes. So I actually, I don't wear it anymore. I pulled it out of a, uh, out of the jewelry box a few minutes ago. Um, in 1993, my father died of a long battle of cancer Aww. and he gave me this ring shortly before he died. And so that's been 27, 28 years ago. And um, it's just something I don't wear it anymore because too many people commented on it, like how big the diamonds were. So I got a little bit embarrassed by it, not embarrassed, but not, not embarrassed, but it's flashy. And so I just, I don't wear it anymore. I keep it. I'm saving it Mm. um, to uh, at some point in time, um, give parts of it to my children. Yeah. Right is kind of passed it down because it's got three diamonds. So do something with it to pass it down. But um, that's probably one of the most cherished items that I have because it is one of the last things that he last gifts he ever gave me. So, oh, Sid, that's yeah. so sweet. And I'm, I'm sorry that that, you know, you went through that. That must have been awful. But I'm so glad that you've got that piece to remember and and cherish. Yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And thank you for that. Right. Um, but, you know, the journey of life that we're all on is all different and everything mm-hmm. happens in our lives for a reason. And so I certainly don't dwell on it, um, you know, or I reflect fondly on the time that I have with my dad because I yeah. was only 27 when he died. Mm-hmm. So I, fl- I reflect very fondly on that. But I will say that what it has done for me, mm-hmm. uh, it's taught me how to be a better parent. Yeah, It's taught me how to be more present to my children and to, even though they're brats, <laughs> to, uh, to make the most of the moments that I have with them. Yeah, even though, even though they're brats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that under my breath. Right? So, th- so they don't hear you. Is that yeah, so the, the concept? Are they yes, close? Right. Are they- said, no, they're not even here. They're out <laughs> and about. It's a Friday night in Texas, so they're out and about with their friends doing what teenagers do. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's normal. That's normal. Oh, <laughs> love that, love that. All right, next round. Sid, I want to ask about your podcast. So, okay, this is this is another spin. This is another spin to the show with Coffee with Kerry. Oh my god, and and probably my favorite part, if I'm honest. So, my question is, Sid, why did you start your podcast? That's a really, really great question. Do you need thinking? Um, use it. You don't. No, need, I don't. No, I don't need thinking. Think so. Use it. No, not at all. <laughs> so, a podcast had been on my list. A thing, something that I wanted to do for about a year. And I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And I made up all these reasons. Well, I don't know what podcasting is or really how to do it. I mean, just making up all these reasons. I'm too busy. You know, we got this going on and that going on. And then April 2020 happened. And, you know, all of a sudden in a matter of 14 days, all my mm-hmm. clients said, hey, we're not spending any money. Let's, we're going to, pause and see what happens. And I wrote an article because I write a column for a magazine and I wrote an article that um, was titled April, 2020. And the whole message of the column is when you look back on April, 2020, what will you see? Mm -hmm. And 
So I knew that this was on my list that I wanted to do. And so I jumped in and did it. And the primary reason, Carrie, to do it was to be a voice for the people in our industry and in the industry that I work in and to really give back to them and to be able to share with them my insights, but also bring them the insights of other people that are really, really hard to get. So it was to be a voice and to kind of share my, my thoughts and ideas with our community. I love that, Sid. That is just, oh my God, we, we are like really in the same path there because same thing for me. I had it on my list for almost two years. And when the pandemic hit, I was like, I, I started shuffle dancing in the backyard. And I was like, <laughs> I was determined to learn how to shuffle dance. And then I think I was out there in the sunshine because here in April, it's quite nice. The weather's quite good mm -hmm. still. We're kind of in the getting in the Easter zone and all that kind of stuff. And I was out in the backyard going, I can't just shuffle dance my way through the pandemic. I've got to do something more useful. Like I really, you know, have to do something. And for me, small business is just huge and always been a part of my life. And I went, oh my God, I've got the microphone. Actually, no, maybe I didn't have the microphone at that stage. I went and bought it very quickly. I went and bought the microphone and I went, it's time. I've got the time. Let's do it. Let's, let's bring yeah. it forward. So I, I, to me, you know, on a on a positive note, I think the pandemic was was a blessing in in that manner. I think that that's... there are a, a lot of good things that can come out of bad things, and yeah. you know, to quote one of us a, a song, um, you'll have to guess the song. This is our moment. Oh, it rings this a bell. This is our moment. Yeah, it rings a bell. Is that Whitney Whitney Houston? Um. I, you know what? There actually, the phrase has been in a couple of different songs, a couple of different songs, but um, this is our. Sorry, I was getting an alert on my oh. battery on my laptop. So I didn't want it to die. Plug my in. Apologies. Plug, yeah. in. <laughs> plug in. Sorry. Yes, I was <laughs> plugging in. Uh, this is our moment. There's a Shania Twain um, song. She's a country singer. Um, she's from Canada. That's, this is our moment. There's also, it's a phrase, um, in the greatest showman, the musical in the, one of the songs about this is our moment. And I love that musical. Right. Yeah. And, and I do believe that, you know, for me, one of the best things that came out of where we are today is the fact that I started this podcast mm -hmm. and it's really helped me to amplify my voice, amplify my brand. And it's helped me be recognized as a leader, as a thought leader and an influencer in inside my industry. Yeah, so. definitely. Oh my God. <laughs> Speaking my language. Speaking my language. <laughs> oh my God. I have another question though, Sid, yes? because I am absolutely fascinated to know the answer to this one. Where did the name of your show come from? How did you come uh, up with this? So the name of my show is called The Trend Report. And um, the trend report is in the trend inside the trend report. We have real conversations with real people about real topics and issues that um, face those of us that provide products and services to the built environment. So the built environment is office buildings, um, hotels, hospitality, restaurant, um, healthcare, government, education. And so these are the people that provide office furniture, maybe architecture, interior design, flooring, lighting. If you walk into a building and there's stuff there, that's the people, right? That I support are those people. So prior to in January of 2020, we launched a educational program. It was a monthly membership called the Trend Report. 
And the trend report was designed to educate people in our industry on trends in the industry. So what's the trend, why the trend is important. And then most importantly, um, how do you implement the trend? So we have a lot of trends inside our industry, but a mm -hmm. lot of people don't know all the details of them. So it was an educational membership and we had over a hundred people in the program. And I originally, it was going to be an adjunct to the trend report. Okay. The membership group. Well, but as with April, 2020, after, just after I started it, the members in my group started dropping like flies. Aww. And so I paused the membership because everybody was freaking out about, well, I don't want to spend this money and need it. We don't know what's going to happen. We need to save. And I totally understand it. So we paused the membership and I kept the trend report. And what I did is I pivoted it. I pivoted, piv I can't even, I can't <laughs> even say it, Carrie. I made a pivot. I made a micro pivot with the, with the podcast from supporting the membership program to being all on its own. And I did do an evaluation about changing the name of it, but I just really liked the name of it. And so it stuck. So that's where it came from. It came out of a membership group, but then we made a pivot to be about having real conversations. And we talk a lot about trends and other things going, because things happening in the world actually are trends. Yeah. So we talk a lot about things happening in the world that are impacting what we do and the products that we sell and how we talk to our customers and those kinds of things. So. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, Sid, and I suspected that might be what was going on there and where I didn't know about the membership thing, obviously, but I thought the trend report to me did speak of the industry trends, so I, I did suspect that that's kind of where it came from, but I didn't know about the membership, so that's super cool. Yeah. So, so we do talk to people occasionally about trends. Like I have a lady coming up on my podcast. She's going to talk about biophilic design. And what biophilic design is. Look at that look on your face. You're like, what is that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. So you actually have a little bit of representation in your office of biophilic design. So biophilic design is actually about bringing the outside in. Okay. So the plant is yep. one aspect of it. Um, the picture behind you actually yep. looks a little bit like the sky and the ocean. Yep. And so biophilia is about bringing the outside into the office space, because what, what do we know about being outside? It feels amazing. Yes, it feels good. It makes you feel good, right? You get excited. And especially if it's a beautiful day and your mm. blood, your blood flows, you're breathing better. And so biophilia has a lot of positive impacts, not just physically, but also mentally. Mm. It has a very positive impact on your mental status. And so that's what it's about. And there's a lot of ways to bring biophilia into a space more than just plants. And most people in our industry think about it as plants, mm -hmm. but you can do it with artwork. You can do it with flooring. You could make the flooring look like grass that leads to sand that leads to water. You could paint the, the, uh, the walls, a yellow color. You could use textures of natural woods and natural stones those are all bringing the outdoors in. So that was what we taught about. And so that's just one example, but you are doing it yourself. And if you opened up your blinds, which I know why your blinds are closed, but if mm. you were to open up your blinds, you would be even doing it more of bringing the outside in. 
I've got two things to say to that, Siv, because I think I didn't even realise I was doing it. So thank you for pointing that out, mm-hmm. number one. And then two more things are, have you seen, do you guys have that paint over there where you, when you paint the wall, it's like sand? It's got like the... Oh, yeah, it's textured, oh, yes, yeah. Oh, my God, I love that paint yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Like that is something that I want in my life. I just <laughs> have to have it. Um, but the other thing is that... I agree with you. One thing that I've always wanted in my, I never thought of it as home office, obviously, until the pandemic. But one thing I've always wanted in my office is like a waterfall, you know, those water features with the, it wouldn't work for the podcast. I'd have to turn it off because of the noise. But we used to have a fish tank and even hearing the bubbles. Oh my God. It was amazing. It's very soothing, right? Water, the sound of water is very soothing, which is why people like waterfalls. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh oh my God. So many good things out of that. Oh, Makes you feel good. Oh, it is fantastic. It really is. I have an artificial plant behind me because I kill everything. Like literally, I can't have real plants. I've tried. I've tried. They go brown. I don't even know why. I either forget to water or I completely overwater. I think mm-hmm. they're the two key components in the world of Kerry no green thumb whatsoever. Yeah, it, but it takes a green thumb to raise plants. <laughs> no I'm just doubt. not good at it. I'm just really yeah. and, and by the way, the fish tank was all hubby because I'm sure I would there would have been sudden deaths and all that kind of stuff not, <laughs> that's great i'm not good i understand the whole testing with the ph and all that kind of stuff but Too yeah much work. it is it's just not Too in carrie's wheelhouse <laughs> it really isn't <laughs> it's got to be easy right carrie it does it does or or, or computer based digital based spreadsheet based <laughs> maybe maybe just putting it out there <laughs> oh that's great that's oh, great fantastic well Oh, wrong button. I did that last time as well. (laughs) I keep pressing the wrong buttons. Okay, right button. We have come to the end of the show. Oh, no. I'm actually sad. It's been so much fun. I know. I need to throw in some more components (laughs) to this. I'm sure I can liven it up some more and and have it go longer. And, and, oh, my God, it would be so good. I'll I'll think of stuff. Don't you worry. This will evolve. (laughs) This will evolve. Sid, you'll have to come back. You'll have to come back another time and we'll do it all again. Isn't that the fun part about what we do as podcasters is that we can really make it what we want to make it. And if we want to make it longer, if we want to make it shorter, if we want to add more questions or more funding, it's really our own version of creativity and how we want to do and how we want to serve our audiences, right? Absolutely. And Sid, that's why you're here. And that's why this is happening because I just wasn't, I love my first podcast. Do not get me wrong, but I wasn't feeling creatively fulfilled. I love Mm -hmm. it. It's continuing. I have dropped it back to one show a week just so that I can fit this one into my life, but it's my baby. It will always be my baby, but this, I just needed to bring something else. You know, there wasn't Mm -hmm. enough you know, it's it's business. It can be boring and I have fantastic guests coming on, thank mm-hmm. God, because if it was just me speaking, it would be completely boring. My guests make the, the, that show, yeah. I think. But um, I had to do this. I had to bring another layer, another element. I wanted to turn up and I wanted others to turn up and, and have fun. That's the purpose of the show. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm actually thinking about doing another one. It's kind of I'm noodling around with ideas and, but I, just like you, I want it to be completely different. I actually want it to be a different audience and I want it to have a different reach. 
Um, so I'm, I'm playing around with some ideas about what does it look like? I haven't even gotten to the final concept statement yet. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm just thinking about it, right? I, just, I want it to, I just want it to be different. And so I want, and it, honestly, I want to do a little bit. What you're doing is push myself outside my comfort zone and do things a little bit differently, um, in order to add value to a new set of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. To have an impact. And I think um, I love that and I can't wait. I'll be watching, Sid. I'll be waiting. (laughs) I want to see this. So many people are doing new shows now. There's Mm -hmm. exciting things happening. I'm so excited for the the RTP community, the Clubhouse community, our community. You know, it's just fantastic. Everyone's evolving and pivoting and getting getting creative. I think we're Mm -hmm. all starting to understand the options and the tools that are available. So I'm super excited. Like I'm on cloud nine. It's ridiculous. Well, I'll tell you. And I'm sure you would agree with this. Had I known that it was going to be this much fun to do podcasting, I would have done it a long time ago. I know, right? What the heck are we, were we waiting on, Carrie? I know. I know. <laughs> I am kicking myself. So I'm like, hang on. I could have been doing this for five years plus yes. like, and beyond. I <laughs> yeah. probably wasn't ready prior to that as an individual. I needed to mm-hmm. spend a bit more time with myself in, in yep. the makeup and, and the workup to getting out on, on, I call this on stage, you know, sure. um, but yeah, my biggest thing that probably has hit me during this process and doing the other show is I bought this Roadcaster Pro. It's got cool toys, you know. Like <laughs> I want to be pressing buttons, you know. And I, I hop I'm into jealous. Club. Oh, mate, mate. Oh my god. Oh my god. But I hop into Clubhouse rooms and I, I make noises and I plug things in with my Stream Deck. I can't get the Stream Deck into this production because there's not that input option. I can only have the Roadcaster buttons. And by the way, for the listeners, I'm not sophisticated with my roadcaster i have my direct plug-in buttons here i don't go to the next levels because i can't press those things fast enough (laughs) to get into the layers and options that i could have so i put the ones that i definitely have to have on that front panel and they are labeled so i know what i'm pressing and i still press the wrong button clearly as demonstrated But yeah, I That's wanted to great. I wanted to bring this, you know, fantastic piece of equipment into a show and I could probably do it in the other show, but I feel like that's already got its format and it's got its yeah. zone and I'm happy with that. It's evolved as well as we yep. do with our shows. So I just want toys. I just love toys. More toys, more <laughs> toys for everyone. It's fantastic. Don't tell hubby that, okay? Oh no! Don't, 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 don't tell him! Don't tell him! He's not. I'll, I'll cut this out, Sid, before I send it to him to edit. <laughs> that's great. It's been so much fun being here with you, Carrie. I really appreciate you inviting me on. This has been great. Oh, Sid, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your time. I, I completely had a ball. It was so much fun. And thank you so much. I, I can't thank you enough. It's, it's just amazing. Thank you. Well, it's been my pleasure. I enjoyed it so much. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee with Kerry. You can catch us weekly and I'd love to receive your rating or personal review. See you next week.